Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Clayton the Claw Harris. And it is Thursday. We were not in the building on Monday. It was uh, a holiday. It's a holiday, per yes. se. Yeah. Yes, okay. And so uh, we're going to pick things up on Thursday, January 5th. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Um, and uh, I, I wrote a check just on a couple of days ago, and I got it right. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to scratch out the 2022 and put down 2023, but I'm sure there are many more to, checks to write before, uh, before too long, and we'll have to be scratching out 2022. Um, okay, Monday night. Monday Night Football, Mr. DeMar Hamlin. I'm sure most of you sports fans and listeners out there have uh, either seen on the news or heard about this young man, 24-year-old young man. I believe he played at the University of Pittsburgh. That is correct. And uh, Mr. Hamlin um, looked as though he was involved in a tackle. He's a defensive player. He was was involved in a tackle um, and looked really – just watching it kind of over and over again it was it, it was a pretty good collision he got he got hit but it didn't look like it was what it was and and i believe what it was um is what everybody's been trying to figure out um now as of this morning um uh, mr hamlin continues to improve of course, according to doctors uh, and people close to his situation. Um, he's still critically ill, but has demonstrated to be neurologically intact. That's huge. And, you know, when when this all went down and he was on the field for so long and it seemed like what for, was forever, I think it was about 15 minutes. Not, nine but minutes, I mean, that was them performing CPR. Right, and that's a long dang time. Yeah, to be, you know, to be performing CPR on somebody, not be able to get them into the ambulance until you get some type of pulse rate going. And um, that's obviously what they were trying to do to him on Monday night was get get him back somehow by uh, I think they I think they broke out the uh, the, the the pads or the, the and shocked him. They did. They they had to take his shoulder pads off, and they had an AED out there, which okay. is a device that defibrillator. Yeah, it has pads okay. on it that you. Um. So it is just a horrific situation, and and it you know obviously you could tell by the pictures uh, if you saw them of the teams on their knees and uh, praying uh, for a recovery for Mr. Hamlin, and um. What an awful situation, but the good news is is that he's neurologically intact. Um, he's responsive. He's making purposeful movements. 
uh, and following commands. So, you know, if they'll, they will say stuff like, uh, you know, squeeze my, squeeze my finger or squeeze my hand or, or whatever the deal is. Um, and, and, and he's doing that and thank the good Lord above because the worst thing that, that we were talking about Clayton before, uh, we came on the air was, uh, you know, you're on the, you're on the field for that long and you're, your heart's not pumping blood and oxygen into the vital organs, including your brain that it needs to. And then you're in a situation where you get him to a hospital and he's basically gone mentally brain wise. And it's just a horrific situation because you have to make some life or death situation, uh, decisions at that, at that time. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, quality of life among other things for not only Mr. Hamlin, but for his family and moving forward. And it's just so good to hear the the great news that he's responsive. Uh, He's responding to commands and neurologically intact. So, um, everybody keep, keep praying for him and, uh, and, uh, hopefully things will turn out, turn out the best. Now, I saw this morning there was an interview. Um, There's a gentleman, a, a hockey player, his name's Chris Pronger, P-R-O-N-G-E-R. And Chris was a defenseman uh, for the St. Louis Blues in 1998 when they were in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. And see, I don't remember this story. I was just a kid, but this is interesting. And um, now, you know, and, and hockey players, especially if you watch a lot of hockey, you know they'll they'll throw their bodies in front of a shot to block it, and the defensemen who are probably the toughest guys on the team uh, just do it on a on pretty much a regular basis. I'm sure they probably practice it. I'm sure they probably are expected to do it. Um, well, during during a game uh, during the Stanley Cup '98 Stanley Cup playoffs, Mr. Pronger went down to block a shot by I can't remember who they were playing. Um, but he took a shot straight to the chest and it hit just right at his heart, the spot just above his heart or on his heart. And, um, they actually interviewed him this morning and they were talking and basically if you watch this happen and and they showed that he, he took the shot and then fell over forward onto his hands and knees and, and kind of acted like he was about to get up and then collapsed, which is kind of similar to what happened. Absolutely. To, to uh, Mr. Hamlin, uh, D- Demar Hamlin, when he kind of he he got the hit, and then he kind of stood, he stood up. up. He stood up. So at that point, you're thinking, well, you know, it's nothing neurological because obviously his arms and legs are working. So he right. stood up, and then he collapsed, and so then. You kind of think that, well, maybe it is something like a heart attack or a massive heart attack or stroke, an aneurysm or something that went on that just caused him to go back down. Well, in football, you, you, your first thought is the head, you know, right. was there, but when you watch the replay, yeah. nothing, he, there was no helmet to helmet contact, nothing like that. So yeah, the, the thought went from neuro, you know, something in the brain to, Oh my gosh, this guy just had a heart attack. Right, some type of major stroke. So, um, but Mr. Pronger uh, was hit right on the heart with the puck. 
and he went down and they hauled him off the ice also very similar to and took him directly to the hospital um and what had happened and, and the way he explained it this morning on this interview i saw was that the puck struck him at just the right time in between heartbeats gosh so and it, and then the doctor said that that the the that happening to him with a puck in what he was doing is like the odds of hitting the lottery. He said, but he just happened to hit the wrong type of lottery and it caused his heart actually to skip to take another beat in between beats and throw his complete heart rhythm off, which basically caused him to have uh, like a heart attack. Yeah. I- just- and they get him they get him to the hospital and according to him they had to put him to sleep restart stop his heart and then restart his heart to get it back into the right rhythm uh you know and guess what folks he played another 13 years unbelievable i mean you know it really it really so th- it, it, it's something- science science and medicine and you know just it's it's just incredible we 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 probably in in today's world i think human beings in general take science and medicine for granted and don't really give it the credit that it's due and 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 the advances that we have made in the last I don't know, since I've been alive and I'm almost 60, so in the past, I know in the past 30 or 40 years, but definitely in the last 60 years. Just say the last 100 years. Just antibi- I mean, you know. Think about antibiotics, things that. Uh, absolutely. Think people just would die of right. appendicitis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I had it in the second grade, and I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell about it. Lewis so. and Clark went for two and a half years out west. Nobody knew what was going to happen. They had one fatality, and it was from appendicitis. So, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. It's uh, – you, you just I, – I love the game of football, and I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be very leery of, um, you know, the kids playing football. But like you said, it, it was just a freak accident. And right. First, That is the first time I have ever seen anything like that on the football field. Yes. Ever. And so um, – and so, like I said, I'll uh, keep praying for Mr. Hamlin. I, it, it sounds encouraging, um, the, the reports coming out. His father called the Bills um, yesterday, I think it was, after practice yesterday. And because the Bills were talking about canceling this weekend's game. I don't know how serious they were about that, but the, there was talk about it. And Mr. Hamlin called them and kind of got on a conference call with the whole team and said, hey, guys. That's not what Demar's about. He, you know, he wants you guys to go out there and compete, go out there and play for him. And, you know, he's going to get better. He's going to be back. So, you know, you guys go out and do your job, and Demar and the doctors are going to do their job, and that's getting him better and getting him back on the football field. And while you guys complete your season, um, which you know, obviously the Bills, Josh Allen and company are having a, a, another good year. Um, and so Mr. Mr. Hamlin didn't want to be um, a hindrance to their uh, success. And so uh, the Bills are, are rejuvenated from what I understand and what I've read, and uh, they're going to be ready to go. Um, just like we hope the Titans are this weekend when they travel down to Jacksonville, the TIAA Bank Card Stadium, 
to play the Jaguars Saturday night. And uh, on the backside of this break, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that Titans game, absolutely, and uh, what all that involves. It, and, it's a playoff game, and what happened? It is a play. It's an early playoff game, it's uh, absolutely. And what the winner gets, and what the loser gets, and uh, so we'll we'll figure that out on the backside of that. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about Tennessee Alabama basketball, Vanderbilt basketball. Vanderbilt had a win Tuesday night. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday night? It was, was Wednesday it? night. Okay. So they it was last night against South Carolina, overtime victory over South Carolina. Um, the Vols demolished Mississippi State on Tuesday, and Alabama took care of Ole Miss on Tuesday. And so it's in a very impressive way. And so if you're an SEC fan and a big basketball fan, you've got you've got a lot to be happy about because there are some solid basketball teams within the SEC. And unfortunately for those blue misters out there, uh Kentucky might not be one of those teams. I, I mean I you know, you they, know get, they, they could get. I mean, you know, every team by tournament time, and I don't mean to cut you off, Clayton, but by by tournament time, that's when you want <clears throat> that's when you want your team to be gelling. That's when you want them to to get in their groove and 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 play their best basketball. Obviously, tournament times when it counts, and you know, Calipari could could very well have them uh, ready to go, but. The early early signs of Kentucky aren't very promising. No, it's not. It, they have uh, they have definitely struggled. Although they did get a win over LSU in Rupp on Tuesday night, three point win, but it's not the same Kentucky team we've seen over the past decade. And um, you know all the one and dones and and so forth over the years. And I, I don't guess that that really hurts Kentucky basketball. But I, you know, I you would like to think that not every player that Kentucky recruits is a one and done player. You know, I mean you need to get you need they need some a lot of those players you would think uh at least half the recruiting class of, of Kentucky basketball each year needs to be developed to some to some extent in order to to be competitive on the level of college basketball they they expect to be competitive on. Correct. Which is the final four competitiveness, which is cutting down the nets type of competitiveness, right? I mean, right. but not every, but not every, but not every one of their recruits are are one and dones. You know, they have to be, they have to be taught, learned. They have to be have schooled. To they, the culture, absolutely. They have to be. They have to get in the weight room. They have to get bigger. They have to get stronger. They have to get in on their nutrition plan. And they have to be coached up. Um, you know, not everybody is a is a Brandon Miller like for Alabama this year. Now, you know. he, now he's one and done. Oh, he's absolutely one and done. He may be the freshman of the year in college basketball. Well, absolutely. And very well could be, and, and I hope he is for Alabama's sake. But uh So far it's been well deserved. So uh that's what we've got to look forward to today. Um as we move into the weekend of the final weekend of NFL football, and uh, I know everybody around here is trying to figure out how Josh Dobbs and the Tennessee Titans are going to end up down in Jacksonville. It's going to be an inter- It's going to be a really interesting game, and I think I think more people. Obviously, it's on Saturday night, but I think more people are going to be watching that just for all the 
unknowns of right. that game. You know what I mean? Of that, of that, you know. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I'm Drake, and uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm with Clayton the Claw Harris. Coach D just walked in, and we're going to give you t- – no, you give us two minutes, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. This is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hello. This is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. Wear this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating Hi, and Cooling. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales, Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales, Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pen.com. 10pen Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach James D. Good afternoon, Coach. What's up, guys? I was What's up? Uh, out Why doing not? some radio business, and I got a little late for the show. Uh, hi, Sorry baby. About that. We, we got you. We got you covered. We, awesome. Clayton and I, have, Clayton and I have, got, have Clayton and I have gone over uh, Mr. Demar Hamlin's situation. That was wild, wasn't it, Coach? You're, now you're you're a football coach. Have you ever been involved with something? Any anything similar to that to a player going down and you know uh, being critically I, I was, injured or critically ill from from a football play? I've seen injuries. I've seen catastrophic injuries in football before, and I had one happen to me when I was playing back in the mid seventies. That's what's wrong with you. Yeah, I mean, I got okay, hit okay. so well, hard. You almost got hit in the head. Chest. I got hit in the chest one not so hard, and and. I thought my heart would never start beating again, but it did. And it, and I, I was, even to this day, still scratching my head that I'm still alive. Yeah. But it was, it was. It did, was it, did it break it? Did it break something? Did it break your sternum or break no, your I didn't ribs? Break it or just did, it, bruised my heart. Yeah. Well, you know, Steve McNair played with a broken sternum. That's right. Oh, that shows you. That shows, and then running the ball and running the ball, throwing the ball. Picking up a damn football with a broken sternum is probably just walking. more more painful than than any of us could could possibly endure. And, you know, and I'm sure they're going to do tests on Demar Hamlin too to check him out after all this is done to see. You know, you look at Reggie Lewis, uh, Celtics player back in 1993, collapsed and died on the floor. Yes, um, had an enlarged heart uh, that they didn't know about. You you would think though, uh, with today's uh, technology and medicine that you know that that guy's probably been through so many physicals over the years from high school to college to pro that hopefully it would have been caught by now. yeah so, so it's going to be interesting to see all that plays out but um definitely something scary that we hadn't seen in a very very long time and something that like i mentioned earlier i've never seen anything like that on a football field where a player required cpr well there you have it um it, it was a scary thing scary things to watch and and i'm sure a lot of those football players and a lot of pro football players around the whole league, college, you name it, high school, you know, they were probably watching them perform CPR on that guy, on Mr. Hamlin, on the field, and, and were probably asking themselves a few questions. Most definitely. Uh, Looking in the mirror and saying, you know, is this 
Is it worth it? Is it is it worth it to go out on a on a big field that's flat and high, take a leather a leather ball and basically try to move it from one end to the other and put my life at risk for it? Well, I mean that that's kind of I mean if you want if you want to if you want if you want to simplify everything that's kind of what it is. It's worth it to them guys to go out there and do that. Uh, you know, you get to question yourself: Is it worth getting in a car and driving down West Seventh some days? You know, <laughs> I, I I get it, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, yeah, but it, you got a little bit more protection in a in a truck or a car than you do a set of pads and you know and 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 a pants and a jock. But it's going but it, on but what size truck hitting you? It, it, <laughs> it, it's it's a game that you play from the time you're a kid, and um, you know, I'm sure a lot of kids are like like myself and others when we were kids, we'd play tackle without pads and then the teacher would take away football because, you know, we were out there acting crazy like we were playing. Somebody came in with half their kneecap torn off right. or something and then you're like, you aren't playing that anymore out there. You you know. But I think I think play I, some kickball. I think kids and and teenagers and, and these young adults realize that, you know, anytime you step out there and play, um, something bad could happen. It's just the reality of it. Same, same thing in hockey. Same thing in basketball. Um, I get it. It's, and I, uh, it's you know, I love football. Yeah, I played well, football. I love football. I love the game of football. There's nothing about football I don't like. But what this has done, though, Drake, it's though phrase out there says "woke up sleeping giant." You know, I, I've coached football in this town for a long time. Still do. And uh, I've had a ton of messages from TWSA, uh, from the school, about action plans, action plans, action plans, certification, certification, certification. So right now, uh, all hands on deck to get everybody certified to do the CPR and all that stuff right. like that. And uh, it's probably going to be a curricular. And, and probably, probably keep a, def- a defib box close by at practices and games and, every, you know, wherever Absolutely. wherever it's being played. Right. And somebody not only having a box out there, but having having it charged up, ready to go, know and, know and, and know how to use the dang thing. That's key. So, okay, this, today, this morning, um, the University of Tennessee, in their football program, and Coach Heupel, has promoted their quarterback's coach, uh, Joey How. Uh, let me see if I can get this right. Housel? I hope that's right. Coach Housel was the quarterback's coach. He's now going to be the offensive coordinator at the University of Tennessee uh, in Knoxville. And uh, he's been an assistant coach under Heupel for the past 12 seasons. Wow. So I assume – and, you know, I I think Heupel – you know, I think they know 12 years under him, you know what he's thinking. You know, you know, uh, and they probably have to run some things by him if they're, you know, they're not going to run any onside onside kicks in the middle of the game or anything like that. You know, they they they're going to run stuff like that by him. But I think any type of other than that, I think they probably hypo gives them the reins to call the plays. Obviously, if they're the OC and get the ball moving down the field, and hypo being a former former quarterback like he was. Probably if things aren't quite working out right, uh, he also will jump in there and let let his feelings and thoughts be known on on how to get the ball down the field. And you know that's not the only uh, coaching carousel that's happening in college football. Uh, there there are talks that Jim Harbaugh 
has met with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, there's been indication from sources that if he gets any head coaching offer from the NFL. So Jim's in Michigan. Hold he, on a second. Yeah. Jim's in Michigan. I get John and Jim. John, I, get, John, I get those guys. John's get those in Baltimore. Guys. Yeah. Okay. So, so Jim's, at, at Jim's in Michigan. John's at Baltimore. John's been at Baltimore, and he's staying at Baltimore. Jim is the one that's been in Michigan, just gotten beat by TCU. Used to be at Stanford. And the 49 Okay. Yeah. And the 49ers. Took, took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. And so now he's talking to Carolina Panthers. Yeah, and so there's there's rumors and names about his possible replacement at, at Michigan. And who 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 are they talking about putting in there? Josh Heifel. What? That is that is the rumor. That, that is a name that has been mentioned. Josh Heupel to Michigan. That's that's what you've been hearing. It'd be I'm telling you, be a lot easier to get to the playoffs to, at Michigan. I mean, I'm just you know looking at the Big Ten overall. And let's what see. And then, the, well, let's see who's who's coach. Who's, who's the head coach at South Carolina? That would be uh, Beamer, son. I didn't know. Frank yeah. Beamer. Yeah, uh, Shane Beamer. Shane. Shane. And then maybe the way things went this past year with South Carolina, then maybe Shane Beamer come to Knoxville. Could be. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean that's that's that that possibly. But well, uh, well, Hazel, who took over the offensive coordinator position this morning at Tennessee, uh, like I said, has been what there. <laughs> there he is. South there, Carolina. There that old cock is. You he, know he, he's, a, he's that up, old mean he, cock. He's upset. I think he I think he may be a little bit upset. You talking about Beamer leaving. Yeah. Well, I understand that. But I mean, look, if if Harbaugh goes I mean, if uh Heupel goes to Michigan, if Harbaugh leaves, Heupel goes to Michigan, somebody's gotta fill in that, that head coaching job in, in Knoxville and why why can't it be a team that you you know who's available? Who's that? Derek Dooley? John Gruden. John Gruden. <laughs> Chucky. Uh, he is. He's available. Hazel had been with – listen to this. Hazel has been with Heupel for the past 12 seasons at five different schools. OU, Oklahoma, Utah State, Missouri, University of Central Florida, and now Tennessee. Uh, and the reason that, that Housel is taking over the OC job is because Tennessee's former OC, Alex Golish, left to be the head coach at South Florida. Now, Housel has guided uh, Hendon Hooker to two of the best seasons of all quarterback has ever had. Think about that. And this next season, he'll have, he'll have Joe Milton to deal with. Uh, four-star recruit Tavion Jackson and five-star recruit Nico Iamaleve. I love Iamalevia. So anyway, I think the cat's from uh, Hawaii. Probably. Is what I think so. Yeah, yeah. But he's a five-star quarterback. So Tennessee, I mean, they're, the cupboard is, is the cup well, the cup overfloweth in quarterback situation in Tennessee. Now, whether they can parlay that into a national championship, I don't know. You got to take because when you go when you go away from it, you got to take care of business, right? You got you when you when 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 it's laid out there in front front of you, you got to eat it all. Yeah, your quarterback Sam Hartman, I think, is in the portal now. I know they're talking about what Notre Dame, possibly. Yeah, most well, he, definitely. Think about the bucks he'll get from Notre Dame. I mean. That kid could be set for life, and not and before he plays one down for Notre Dame with the TV contract Notre Dame keeps with NBC all these years, 
that kid, if he got the right agent to talk to, to, to strike that deal, he could be set for life without ever playing an NFL down. How much do you think a good field goal kicker is worth? Because <laughs> I'd like to know what Will Reichard's getting the comeback for his senior year at Alabama, which is huge after it was reported he was going to enter the NFL draft. After the Sugar Bowl, it was announced he is coming back. That's right. Well, But, you know, I'm still mad at him. He missed I, I one big kick. Yes. yes, he did. And, and that is, you know, what are you going to do? Um, Titans-Jags, Saturday night, 7-15, TIAA Bank Card Stadium. So if Titans win this game, they're in the playoffs. Titans win this game. They get up. Not only are they in the playoffs, but they host a play. They host a playoff game next weekend. Isn't that unbelievable? At eight and, at eight and nine. And who would they? Who would they, I mean that, who would their possible opponent be if they pulled this off Saturday night? No, not at eight and nine. They'd be eight and eight. Oh, they're seven and you only play sixteen games. Seventeen this year. Yeah, that's right. One extra. They'll be eight what? and nine. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember they added an extra week this year. Yeah, but I thought they added an extra bye week this year too. I thought everybody got two bye weeks over the course. I don't. Know. They're they're seven and nine right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you guys make me look stuff. You know, I I get I I get to a certain point, and then I gotta I gotta look up to. They are seven and nine. That's right. So they will make the playoff so, possibly with a losing are, record. Well, but they still won their division, yeah, man. I, 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 mean, know, I know. I'm just. I'm just. Don't throw. be a hater. Why haters? Haters. I'm just hating. Hate. On, I'm hating on haters. Got to hate. The you know division what I'm saying? is awful. Haters are going to well, anyway. And Bryce Young's going to be in that division next year, unfortunately. <clears throat> Primetime. Houston. Get this, guys. Primetime Saturday night, 7-15 Central Standard Time, which is Nashville, Tennessee time. Jacksonville will be – the Titans will go to Jacksonville. And Mr. Josh Tennessee Dobbs will be quarterbacking. Now, Dobbs, been in the, he's been in the league for six years, you know. He's been a backup. He played. He started a few games in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, everywhere else, he's been pretty much a, a, a backup quarterback. But he's been in the league six years, and you know that he lost. He lost against Dallas. He didn't have his full complement of, of, of starters. Uh, they hung in there pretty well. So you know, I'm not. I'm not counting the Titans out. Come Saturday night, you know, we've got everybody has to. Everybody has to do their job and. Uh, Coach, you just have to kick the ball off, don't you? You got to kick it off and play it. I mean, you got to get after it. And that's the only way. Well, the the this this will be the first this will be the first prime time game since 2019 for Jacksonville. This will be the first weekend night prime time, obviously prime time game since 2005. Wow, good grief for Jackson. That's the back in the mark. Burnell did. They are expecting a full, complete sellout. Oh, they're taking, they're taking the tarps off the off the seat. Jackson awesome. officials are telling fans to get there early and expect delays on the roads and everywhere else. I I'm just assuming that before all the Jacksonville home games, nobody really goes. No, they don't have any problem with it. So what's at stake? What's what what's at stake here for these two teams? The winner wins the AFC South Championship game. The winner does. The loser goes home. That's right. The winner of Saturday night's game hosts a playoff game next week the following weekend. 
So there, so there's going to be either a playoff game in Nashville a week from a week from Saturday or Sunday, and then there's going or there's going to be a playoff game in Jacksonville. That's right. A week from Saturday or Sunday, and the loser packs it up, and the loser gets out the golf clubs and goes home. So that's, right. that's the way you know that's the way things are going to operate for this weekend. And uh, all I can say is go. Is go Titans, tighten up, whatever, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Let's go. Now, um, did either one of you all? Oh, Clayton, we forgot to talk about the Bills. Did we? We didn't talk about what's going to happen with the Bills game, did we? We did not. The conclusion of the Bills Bengals game that. Uh... Only got a, you know five minutes. <laughs> well, it, okay. Uh, how many more minutes we got in this? We got four minutes. Okay, we can do this in four. Uh, the Bills Bengal game that was called was about six minutes into the ball game, right? What was it? Six minutes to go in the yeah. first quarter. Six minutes to go in the first quarter. Um, they're one. They're NFL's trying to figure out how they're going to finish. How they're going to? The game's been suspended. It hasn't been canceled, so it's been suspended, and they're gonna fi- they're trying to figure out how they're gonna finish this game up because this game does have some bearing on on seeding for the playoffs, possible wild card burst for the playoffs, and this is the way they're looking at it right now. It, it this might include pushing the conference title games back a week. So you know how everybody there's the conference title games where they where they decide. Uh, what well, they just you know who 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 wins who wins a conference and then the two conferences play each other, you know for the Super Bowl. But there's that week in between. There's that week off. So they're talking about filling in that week with the before the that's normally a week off before the Super Bowl games before the Super Bowl with the conference title games and and squeezing in this Bills. Bengals game, but they're going to have to do it pretty soon, (laughs) right? I mean, they're going to have to, unless they do what we talked about before the show, which is bump everything back a week when it comes to playoffs. I got solution for it. You bring the uh, two head coaches and a couple captains meet at the truck stop down on Interstate sixty five, do old coin toss, and that's it. That's it. Well, that man that. Well, people, teams like the New England Patriots are on, sitting on the outside looking in, wondering if they're going to even get in, depending on the on the winner losers. Can they're not going to put up with that? Well, I mean, if you win the coin toss, you automatically get to win. Yeah. You lose the coin toss, you got a week in between the Super Bowl and the AFC and NFC Championship games. If you push everything back a week, that would, you know, to me that that could solve it. If if it's needed, we'll see what happens this weekend. See how all that plays out. Hopefully, it won't be needed. But if I'm the Bills. I want to I want to play the game just to avoid having to go to Kansas City, possibly right. in the AFC Championship. Sure, I mean if the Bills win, they they have a they have a possibility of being the number one seed and Bye-bye. and 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 playing home throughout the playoffs. Correct. I mean, how important is that? Remember last year, especially where they play in right. Buffalo. Ooh. I mean, you know, get you get the you get the Miami you get the Miami uh, Dolphins coming up to. Playing Buffalo, they didn't. They didn't like it the last time they were there. I know that, right? So, uh, I don't know why they would like it this time either. But you know, that's the way. That's the way things go. Uh, we are the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I'm here with Coach D and 
James the Claw Harris <laughs> as Elton kicks in. Uh, folks, give us a couple of minutes. We're going to make a little money, and we're going to be right back and uh, talk some uh, Tennessee-Alabama basketball. And uh, we'll talk to you in just a couple. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. So you had an accident now what columbia chrysler dodge jeep rams body shop you can count on us to repair all makes and models our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with oem parts we've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time plus our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car columbia chrysler dodge jeep rams body shop to the rescue at columbia chrysler dodge jeep ram you can count on us For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. 
Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach James D. and Clayton the Claw Harris. It is Thursday afternoon, January 5th, 2023, in case you guys missed New Year's. Eve, I, I stayed up for it. Did you guys stay up for it? I, did you stay up for it? Oh, yeah. I was downtown, Columbia. Oh, y'all were, y'all were getting down downtown yeah. at the Mule Drop. Lewis Maddox and myself was running a little board operation that night, and we was backstage of every band. It was a lot of fun. Well, you were at backstage? Well, well, I don't think they're backstage old, no more, but old, yeah, I remember. Old school. Old school. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is Drake, you ever been to backstage? Oh, man, I used to. Yes. Have I ever been to backstage? <laughs> That's just the rumor. Or maybe you were at rumors. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, did did either one of you all watch the Rose Bowl? And do you, can you can you tell me who was in the Rose Bowl? Utah and Penn State. And yes, I watched it. Um, and soon as Cam Rising got hurt, it made me sick. Did it really? Did I, you? Ha- did I didn't feel bad for him. I felt bad for myself. Oh, well, you had the Utes, huh? That's correct. Well, uh, in case you did not watch it, which is what a lot of Americans did, because. Uh, uh, Penn State was victorious, thirty-five to twenty-one over the Utah Utes. Utes, the Utes. Utes. Isn't that isn't that what uh, Joe Pesci? Yeah, Joe Pesci <laughs> called him. And, uh, <laughs> my cousin Benny. <laughs> the Utes, the Utes, and and uh, the guy that played Herman Munster was the judge in the in that show. That's right. It sure you know, was. That's right. And he called the what, sir? He said the, the Utes, the Utes. <laughs> Uh well ESPN reported its lowest rating ever for the Rose for the Rose Bowl. Um uh 
10.2 million was all that watched the Rose Bowl. And then you think to yourself, that's, well, not, that's, that's a lot of – and you're thinking that's not a lot of That's people. not a lot. Well, me. compared to last year, 16.6 watched. Um, and that was Ohio State versus Utah. Now, Utah came back again this year. And Utah's – you know, you, you be, let's be honest. Utah does not have that big of a viewing audience. Um, but it is the Rose Bowl game. Uh, the Fiesta Bowl, which was Tease and, and, and the Peach Bowl – and, and and let's let's give the Rose Bowl a little bit of a break. The Rose Bowl was not a playoff bowl, right? And no. It wasn't New Year's Day either, right? And it was not New Year's Day because they moved those bowls off of New Year's Day, moved to January second. Why? Because of the monopoly the NFL holds Correct. on the so networks. Yeah. Okay, and um, so so let's 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 just give credit where credit's due and. And, and and figure out why the ratings are so low for the Rose Bowl. Okay, first of all, it's Utah's second time around from last year. It wasn't on New Year's Day. Um, there wasn't a playoff bowl. Uh, and you know what? There's just a dwindling audience for cable TV, don't you? Absolutely. Don't, don't you agree? But still, when the this year's Fiesta Bowl between TCU and Michigan – uh, with TCU's victory over Michigan and two very competitive good football games, by the way, with the Fiesta and the Peach. But the Fiesta had almost 22 million viewers, twice as much as the Rose. The Rose, but it was played on New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. And it's Michigan. There you go. And the Peach Bowl, which was Georgia and Ohio State, which was a heck of a ball game, and Georgia outlasted them. They also had just over 22 million viewers. So, you know, with that being said, you know, those are the two bowls that, and that's the most that have, that's the highest rating is five years for those two bowls. Do you realize everybody watched the first game, watched the second one? Yeah. And or, they, or, it's or the they first were, time that both games were good games. It was. Ever. Now, game. and a lot of people out there might go, well, that, Drake, you're not including the bar, all the bar. No, this includes this. T- this is taking into account all the bars and restaurants and everybody watching it yeah. around the country, also. So these number include include these numbers include those people. Um, but obviously, you know, the playoffs have taken the playoffs taken a little lack, a little luster off of the other bowls. I mean. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, do you see what I, I, I'm yeah. saying? I mean, the, yeah. the Rose Bowl is not what it is unless it's involved in the playoffs. It, it's a combination of that and the opt-outs. People that are not going to play in the bowl games because they're going into the draft or they're going into the transfer portal. So when you, so let me ask you this: so when you moved, when you go to 12 teams, oh, and when, when you go to tw- so next next year, right? Next, or, the year after next, okay. tw- 24. So when you go to 12 teams, what happens with all the opt-outs? They play. You get, they're all gonna the twelve that make it will play, you know. But everybody else is still gonna jump ship. And I think what the plan is is try to incorporate the bowls now into the playoff at twelve at those six games, and then make and, get, then, and raise the viewership, make them more important, right? 
Correct. I, I think I think that's I think that's going to be the goal. Well, if you don't make that twelve, you get three weeks of practice with your young guys, and so that's what they're going to bank that on. But you know, Drake, I don't know if you went any deeper in there, but the sugar bowl. You know what the ratings was on it? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't pull those. Words. Hair under ten million. And that was an early eleven game. o'clock kickoff. The hell, that's just Alabama fans in themselves. Well, right. I mean, you know, but they said that the that was the biggest audience at eleven o'clock kickoff in Sugar Bowl history. So it was ratings was super high. I don't know how many Sugar Bowls have kicked off at eleven. Do you? I mean, I, you know what I mean? I, 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 we talked about it. That's the first time in my lifetime I ever remember it being that. Early. I mean, I imagine people just didn't even go to bed. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Alabama I mean, was asleep you for go, the first you go first to, half a quarter, or so they, they got down ten nothing. <laughs> you, know, you know, waiting in line to, for Cafe Demanda opened up for a stiff cup of coffee and some beignets, and you know, you're ready. You're ready to get it going again. I'm right. And then, and then off to the Bloody Marys and Mimosas, you know, uh, for an 11 o'clock kickoff in New Orleans. But, 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 when, but there were some headaches when that game was over, though. That's I don't good. know about when it was over, but I guarantee you the next day, some people that started early in the morning, that finished late that night, ooh, ooh that'd mm. be rough. Okay, so the Georgia fans are a little upset right now with SoFi Stadium. Do you know why? No partying. Uh, tailgate. No tailgating at SoFi Stadium. Now that that seventy five dollars, they have seventy five dollar permits, and they have parking permits, and two hundred dollars for buses. But there's going to be no tailgating at SoFi Stadium. So how do you exactly? How do they? How are they going to? How do you think they're going to police that? Is it going to be some old man driving around in a golf cart telling? I mean, what is it? I mean, do they not allow like grills I, out? And I, that has to be a city, Los Angeles. City I don't know, but who's going to be hauling a grill all the way from Georgia, uh, Valdosta, Georgia, to uh, Orange County? Lost, you know. Well, I mean, what, most, what's the most time people will go there and buy it and <laughs> set it up and cook on it and leave it there. And why do you think they don't want? Why do you? You know, do they even do they even sell charcoal in Los Angeles? You know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I mean it, it might not be legal. I, I, it, really, it, it there there are cities around the country that don't allow that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, uh, that's now, probably what it is. Now the people from Georgia have been tweeting and saying, "Okay, well, let me tell you what. When we when we host in 2025, when we when the when Atlanta hosts the national championship, you know, we're going to show you we're, we're going to show you what tailgating's all about. I mean, these these Georgia fans are upset and they they they're, they're open they're going to open the parking lots at 10 a.m. Why open it if you're not allowing them to tailgate, why open them at 10 a.m.? I would open them 3 hours or maybe 3 hours before kickoff. But anyway, they they're pretty upset about it. And uh, and I much don't blame them. I don't either. You know. I hey, this hour's flown by. We can't talk about Tennessee basketball. They stomped Mississippi State 87-53. Alabama won 84-62 Tuesday night. And the Doors came in with an overtime win over South Carolina 84-79. We are the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We're going to do a live broadcast tomorrow. Is that right? Friday. And then we're going to go to our game basketball game of the week with Murray County Public Schools. I'm Drake with Coach D, Clayton DeClaw. You all have a great night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, 4 o'clock sharp.
Treat her like a 